0: Hi guys, and welcome back to the Hell's Fitness Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Helen, and I'm an evidence-based fitness professional who makes funny parody videos exposing the toxic side of influencer culture and fitness on social media. So it's my goal to help people see through the smoke and mirrors of social media and help them to develop a better relationship with fitness and social media overall so welcome if you're new to me and my content and my podcast so today i'm going to be talking about only fans and just a warning if you do have children listening we're going to be talking about se actual stuff so maybe put your headphones in or turn it off if you're in the car um So this podcast is inspired by a video done by Ononi on Instagram. I highly recommend that you go and check it out. I will tag it in the description of this podcast because I think she covers this subject very well and sensitively and there's actually a great thread of comments going on there underneath and they've been really interesting to read through. So I'm gonna be really just extending that discussion today and adding in my own personal opinions around OnlyFans. So what is OnlyFans? If you go to the OnlyFans website it says as far as we're concerned if you're using social media to create your own content you should be using OnlyFans whether you're uploading tutorial tips uh, tutorials tips or behind the scenes footage or just endless selfies a lot of your followers would be willing to pay for them So OnlyFans is kind of marketing itself on its own website and on its Instagram as being a very innocent Patreon. And if you look at the Instagram page, there are lots of music artists and various creative people using OnlyFans as a kind of Patreon for their creative work. However, as soon as you click on a post and read the comments underneath, it's rammed with uh, girls and women mostly commenting links to their own OnlyFans pages. And their profile pictures are of them naked or semi-naked. And then if you click on their profiles, they've got private accounts and they're clearly doing uh, lots of nudity. So although OnlyFans appear to be marketing their platform at all kinds of creators, their lax rules around sexual content mean that the website is mainly used to share adult images and videos. So the content on that um and the way that people interact with it it's very much like a porn site so lots of influencers are using only fans as a kind of extension to their main social media profiles as a way of making money for slightly more explicit content or for content that's very similar to what they're posting on instagram already um and the opportunity for influencers for anybody to make money on that at the moment is just absolutely wild so the platform allows you to get the subs um to set a subscription price for your fans so they can view your content. And this ranges from just five pounds up to 50 pounds, probably more than that as well per month. So for an influencer, if you have a million followers and just 1% of your audience subscribes to your OnlyFans, you could be making 2.2 million pounds per month. So the platform does take 20% out of that, and they take uh, that's what they take for any earnings via the app. But it claims to, uh, to have paid out over $700 million to creators so far. And that isn't uh, an up-to-date figure either, that's from earlier this year. Now, OnlyFans has been around for some time and it's recently gained uh, much more traction and attention on social media because there's been a spike in people using it at the moment due to financial difficulties as a result of the coronavirus. And it's becoming so popular and mainstream that even Beyonce has mentioned it recently in one of her songs. And I mention that because I think that shows just how mainstream it's becoming and the fact that somebody like Beyonce, who has an audience um, of A range of different ages is now talking about it in her songs and her music. So, um, Yeah. Reports back in May said that the platform had around 30 million registered users and almost half a million content creators. And that was back in May, but the platform is growing so, so quickly at the moment. Those numbers have certainly increased because according to Vice, the platform is gaining 150,000 new users every 24 hours. And because the platform is so accessible, that is such a big opportunity to make loads of cash for um people who perhaps wouldn't have thought about getting into the porn industry before um it's becoming actually a very viable career for people and there are even girls as young as 16 or 17 who just can't wait for their 18th birthday so they can set up an OnlyFans and start making big bucks in the comfort of their own home at mum and dad's and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on about how um ethical is it that 16 to 17 year old girls are being marketed to to start on OnlyFans when they're 18 um but yeah We get onto that a little bit later, but I don't know a lot about the porn industry, but from what I have read prior to recording this, OnlyFans is really, really impacting it. So before you would have to sign up with some kind of agency and you'd go on a job, which had like a proper set with like lighting and a camera crew and stuff, and everything would be managed through your agent. But now it's so simple and people who probably wouldn't have got into porn obviously now finding that it's quite easy to do so but via something like OnlyFans. Now I have personally known about OnlyFans for Years because a few of the people I used to go to body power with had accounts on that And I feel like there is an alignment between only fans and body power because the types of people who would go Were of course all fitness influencers who showed off their body on Instagram anyway And so they're taking all these pictures and at the same time getting all these DMS on Instagram Asking for more pictures or more explicit pictures in exchange for money. So they're thinking well, I can just take a couple of extra pictures, upload them onto OnlyFans and start making some serious money, potentially quit my job, make a career out of my um, social media sort of stuff. So yeah, and for me as a woman, I don't understand the mentality of men asking influencers and random girls online for naked pictures when there's literally a load of porn online for free already. Like, that is something that I struggle to get my head around. But yeah, we know how often it happens. And I know it happens because I had an absolute shed load of messages in my DM on the daily, asking for all kinds of videos and pictures in exchange for money back in my booty grammar days. And to be honest, I do still get messages. Um, as well and when I look back it's actually quite scary because I was in my early twenties and thankfully old enough to realize the repercussions of sending those types of images to a stranger online but lots of people are in their teens and using um, the internet and they are just so easily accessible via things like Instagram and TikTok by older men and perhaps more easily convinced and it's very tempting for young girls because that kind of money can literally change your life um, that they can quite easily make thousands of pounds a month and you know, it could help them move out of their house where their parents might be toxic or help them to pay for their education or just let them live their best life because they can be out here earning thousands a month without the graft of a nine to five job. Um, so yeah, just an FYI at this point, I never sold any explicit images. I'm just putting that out here. Um, so after that introduction, I'm going to talk a bit about the pros and cons of OnlyFans and why it is in my opinion problematic. And this is where it gets interesting because I think we have all been so conditioned to feel certain things about people who are involved with sex work. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is feminism and the patriarchy. Now bear with me because this is kind of new territory for me. I don't talk about this very often, but I'm going to be throwing out my thoughts anyway on this subject. So, What we are seeing is that the way that millennials and Gen Z are talking about women's bodies is changing. We are championing the message that women's bodies are not sexual objects which should be subjected to sexual shame and that we shouldn't be objectified or made to cover up our bodies as the patriarchy has told us to and that sex work shouldn't carry any shame or stigma and actually whorephobia is a very damaging thing Poor phobia is the stigma we hold against people who work in the sex industry and the shame that sex workers feel themselves about their job. Um, so it's a very sensitive subject. I don't know a lot about it again, but it, that is a thing. Um, I'm, Yeah, so lots of people and women, especially online, are really uh, supporting this message, hence why there is much more confidence and less stress about just sharing naked pictures online and even sharing pictures of ourselves in a bikini on holiday or sharing pictures of ourselves in really tight gym clothing, because it's becoming less taboo and more of something that liberates women rather than shames them. And that's really what the narrative is, is, well, particularly online, because, I feel like this narrative is very forward-thinking and I do support it, but in my own opinion and experience, the majority of people do not agree with it. They do not feel this way. It's kind of in like the fat acceptance community, which is like a community of people existing in a kind of bubble online. Accepting fat, fat people is not widely accepted or understood in the real world by the majority of people. The majority of people, have a deeply ingrained um, phobia of fat, they, people don't uh, want fat bodies, they do have a phobia of fat bodies, and it's the same with whore phobia and prejudice against sex workers, the majority of people um, do not think sex work is normal, there's a lot of taboo and shame around it. And I myself decided not to share explicit pictures of myself, because ultimately, I didn't want to go into the porn industry, even though the opportunity was right there in front of me and I could have made a lot of money, it could have changed my life. The idea of being involved in porn was just so not okay with me that it outweighed all the benefits of the money and the lifestyle and whatever, because I have this idea in me that it's just not okay to be doing porn and it does degrade me. Um, And there are other reasons why I didn't go into it too, but I will be getting onto those um, a little bit later. But basically, if I went outside now and told my colleagues, my friends, my family and followers that I was starting up an OnlyFans, I would be judged massively by them and myself because of how the world currently sees sex workers and porn. And it's not particularly in a good light. And it's quite taboo still, like I say. And I think we can't pretend that we live in a world where sex work is okay, But we are, you know, there are a lot of women, uh, young girls, in fact, um, behaving as though it is and you might be thinking well why does this matter what people think and I am going to be talking about careers and relationships a little bit later on um which kind of answers that but just to finish off talking about the patriarchy I'm going to read you a comment written underneath Unoni's video um this was written by somebody called at Phoebe Ray Music who I will also tag in the description and I just think that she puts this whole issue about the patriarchy into words so so well so here it is she says I would love to hear other people's opinions on the gender balance slash imbalance of sex work and how this intersects with our views on equality. I assume, though I may well be incorrect completely, that the majority of the work on OnlyFans is created by women and consumed by men. If that is the case, how can we balance all of the facets uh, thought all of the facets of thought presented brilliantly here sexual empowerment owning our bodies monetizing the patriarchy with the uncomfortable thought that the paying customers who consume this work may also be the same people who are products of and continue to uphold the patriarchy excuse me (laughs) just try this is a long comment but it's it's not that long um in an ideal world men women non-binary people would ideally create and consume this content in equal and proportionately representative quantities, free of shame. But we can't pretend we live in that world yet. I have considered OnlyFans, but I'd be lying if I said that the main driving force behind that consideration wasn't that ultimately I'd be making a quick, easy money off pervy men. And by pervy men, I really mean the entire system of patriarchy that raises women to believe their body is a tool for Um, more powerful than their mind which raises men to believe they can pay to consume women's bodies as they wish whilst also using that same tool against them when they wish i'm fascinated by my dual feelings of temptation and shame around this topic but ultimately both of those emotions are still immensely entangled in my own patriarchal conditioning we wouldn't uh need to feel sexually empowered if we empowered if we hadn't been sexually shamed for centuries in the first place posting a nude wouldn't feel liberate liberating if we didn't need to be liberated we wouldn't need to learn how to own our bodies if their value hadn't been determined to us by men throughout history and perhaps we wouldn't need or want to monetize the patriarchy if the patriarchy hadn't created a system where monetary sexual transactions existed oh my gosh that comment so i think that that comment was that's the end of it it was long i know But it was brilliant because it just summarizes the complexity around these discussions about women's bodies being liberated and not used as sexual, but also women's bodies being sold as a sexual commodity. I'm also extremely confused about this aspect and I've read that comment several times just to try and digest it. Um, But yeah, are these content creators feeling empowered or sexually liberated? Maybe, but doesn't commodifying the female body to satisfy men sexually just feed into the patriarchy? And is that problematic? I don't have an answer for that, but I'm gonna leave the patriarchy bit there um, and talk a little bit now about relationships and how OnlyFans might interfere with your relationship with somebody. So as somebody who used to post pictures of their body online, not even explicit ones, I can tell you this does not help you hold down a relationship and it causes loads of problems so my ex-boyfriend and I had massive arguments and differences when I started to share pictures of my ass in my gym leggings on my Instagram feed and he hated that there were men both who he knew and didn't know that were getting off to my pictures um, and he saw it as being porn and I think this is really interesting as a topic because on the one hand, I think it's your body as a woman, you should be able to do what you want with it. Um, and the thoughts and actions of men should not be your responsibility, but also men are very protective by nature. And I think that there's this thing amongst men about sharing your woman. And this is like, a really hard thing for men to deal with, and women too, like if you're with somebody, you're not sharing them with anyone else, certainly not sexually, that's what being a relationship is, like it's an intimacy between two people, yet an OnlyFans would ultimately be doing that, and you're selling your intimacy to it for five pounds, when this is something which should be very intimate and special between you and your partner, like doesn't that just diminish its value, doesn't that mean that it's not like, you don't, because you kind of do like belong to each other when you're with each other. Um, And interestingly, my experience was that when I was single and posting these pictures on my Instagram in the booty grammar days, I did notice men treated me differently when I was sharing those pictures. I was not perceived as a serious, a serious girlfriend material because I think they saw me as an object. I suppose I was objectifying myself and as though I just wasn't like wife material and it's like this saying we see on social media she belongs to the streets implying that because a woman is sharing her body she is in some way not worthy of being in a relationship and she is devalued and I see a lot of comments online when women do share their body like well she's not your girl now she's everyone's girl because she shared herself and this appears to be the dominant thought process amongst men and again I just don't see that changing anytime soon, which is I think why something like only fans could cause issues in a relationship because ultimately men don't want to be with a woman whose body is shared across the internet. They just don't. And, um, but having a boyfriend or a partner in this day and age isn't what a lot of people want. And there is way less pressure nowadays to partner up. Like women are now embracing being single more than ever. It's not taboo or weird for a woman to stay single forever and never get married. Like that's very normal. Like I think a lot of our generation is really embracing that singlehood and independence. So the relationship bit really doesn't apply to everyone. Like you don't need a man, you don't need to be in a relationship. But yeah, the way that women are perceived in sex work, I think you have to have quite thick skin and be prepared for feeling that whorephobia we mentioned earlier about yourself, which is quite a deep subject. I'm not gonna go into that too much, but it's the feeling of guilt and shame, which lots of sex workers feel that can be really bad for your mental health I think until you experience that you don't understand what it is because OnlyFans does look quite glamorous and um I think the negative mental health aspect isn't spoken about a lot um but yeah I'm gonna sidestep now into talking about careers so next point um, now if you're making money based on how your body looks you have to be aware that that does have a timeline and eventually your fans may decide that your body has changed or you've gotten older and that they aren't interested anymore which is really crap to hear but not only is it not sustainable in that regard it puts a tremendous amount of pressure on like you staying looking a certain way because so ultimately you're career is dependent on it and i suppose this is what all models and celebrities experience and some people are geared up for that but we know how much pressure young women are already feeling with social media like imagine every inch of your body being looked at and imagine paying your rent depends on it um and i heard something really interesting on uh, my dad wrote a porno which is that uh, podcast I can't remember who runs it now, but it's really funny. You probably listen to it. And they had one time this person come in who worked for um, like Pornhub or something. And they were saying how if you don't look either a teenage age or over 40, you really struggle in the sex work uh, industry because people aren't, like if you're 25 or like 25 to 30, you're gonna really struggle because people aren't interested in people that age. Men are, I don't, I don't know. But I thought that was quite interesting because it is quite fickle, like it's so shallow, like your entire career just depends on how you look. And um, in addition to like careers, there are some employers who won't consider your application if you had an OnlyFans. In my head right now, I'm mainly thinking about working with children unless women's bodies in the future really aren't sexualized at all. Like unless something changed in society and we were like, okay, fine. Like women's bodies, we're not going to objectify you or sexualize you anymore. And it becomes okay for you to work in the porn industry and also work with kids. Like, even then, like I, just ethically, that doesn't sit right. And again, for me, it comes back to the idea of telling ourselves a woman's naked body isn't a sexual thing. Like, I don't think we've been conditioned to think a woman's body is sexual. I think a woman like we're sexual beings, and I think a woman's body is a sexual thing. Um, I think it just becomes very serious when you start to look at having like an OnlyFans and being a primary school teacher, for example. Like, what are the ethical concerns here? Like that just, just doesn't sit right. Um And it also, you start thinking about, well, if bodies aren't sexualized, then like, what about all this child porn? And like, if it's just a photo, what about pictures of children? Like, that's obviously not okay. Like, I just think we're telling ourselves things without really thinking about what the consequences of them are. So yeah, I think you have to consider that if you're gonna get into OnlyFans. Like, are you gonna do this forever or do you have aspirations to work in other fields? Because I think you'll find that there are also other employers who wouldn't employ someone with an OnlyFans because ultimately it's a reflection of their company and their brand image. You can Google someone so easily nowadays and find out everything about them. So even if you have an anonymous stage name on OnlyFans, it would be easy to find you still. So if your name appears on the company website and then you Google it, and lots of naked pictures come up, that company is now associated with your naked pictures. And it's a case of, well, again, like I say, in this day and age, it's like, it's not deemed as professional and it's ultimately a bad reflection on the company. So, yeah only fans may work as a side things but if your identity is very clear this could stop you from getting a career in the future and I do think like only fans says that it is secure and I think they say that, like they, you can't identify who people are but there are definitely ways around that and there's also a thing where you can't screenshot or screen record any images from there that is also a very easy get around for anybody who's listening to this thinking oh you know you can't share them you definitely can You can use other devices for one to film or take pictures on a, on a screen. Um, that's just one, (laughs) but there are other ways as well that you can kind of cheat that system. Um, so yeah, just on kind of future repercussions, I suppose, I also think that because like 16 to 17 year old girls are wanting to start OnlyFans, they are potentially not considering the future repercussions of their naked body being available within a few clicks for everybody to see. Like I'm 27 and I would be mortified if you could go to Google, Google me and naked pictures of me came up online because pictures like that spread like wildfire. And there are hundreds of my old pictures dotted around in subreddits and on soft porn websites of me and my gym kit. And it's like, oh my God, I just wish that they weren't there. And I can't imagine the regret I'd have at this age if naked pictures did exist of me online. Like I'd f- I feel so differently about my body now, but looking back in my early twenties, it was definitely something, if OnlyFans was more mainstream that might have tempted me when I was single. And people have also like used my pictures in their advertising. Like there was this gross advert where they'd used a video of me and it said, girl doesn't know her cousin is spying on her through the bedroom mirror, click to see more. And I was just so disgusted that that like incestual advert was using my video. Um, But that's the kind of thing that can happen when like your videos have a certain nature, like people just pick them up and think that they can use them. Um so yeah I just think that your body is a very personal thing and you have to be prepared for the idea that those images are out there and the internet is forever. Maybe when you're a teenager you're less likely to be thinking about these future repercussions. I just think that young people are potentially being taken advantage of on these apps. Like I think a lot of young girls start OnlyFans because of their own addiction to the validation and attention that they get on their social channels. So a photo of my cat gets a lot of likes, but actually I've learned that a selfie gets more and a full body photo on a night out in a, in a nice dress will get me more still. And when I post my workout videos, that gets, gets more. And my bikini pictures from my holiday, that got even more. And it just continues until voila, like regular nudes become have become like a habit, uh, for young girls, maybe not nudes, but, you know, just pictures of their bodies, um, more and more exposed, and um, in more and more tight, tight clothing, because it does get more and more engagement. And interestingly, um, I did actually read a story from a man's perspective online who felt as though websites like only fans were taking advantage of men. Um, and he posted this on Reddit. He said, let me give you a perspective as a man. Um, I am someone who has a porn addiction and fighting to stop watching it. Porn has ruined my life, and many women using OnlyFans are taking advantage of men and their weakness to sexual images and videos. I had to unfollow many people that I respect, friends, etc., because OnlyFans is very tempting as a man. Getting horny, for lack of a better term, into men's brains. Um, is built into men's brains like you can never imagine. We get turned on extremely easily. And I do agree with a lot of what you said, but I would say it's more about women taking advantage of men uh, than the vice versa. So this this person was replying in a a thread of comments I was reading. Um, And I just think it was a very interesting take. Like, what do we think about this? Is this switching the blame onto women? uh switching like the victim onto them them being the victim or is this another valid viewpoint i just hadn't thought of it in that way and also the way that he says oh you can't you can never imagine how it's built into a man's brain or like how it how it appears maybe explains why i can't understand why men do dm random women and girls like asking for pictures like maybe that's just because i just don't understand um but yeah i think um the i've mentioned like 16 17 year old girls are looking at getting only fans and if because i've done a bit of research before i record started to record this and i've written some notes here um just to kind of help me navigate through this conversation because i don't know everything these are just kind of my thoughts spilling out um but one thing that is concerning is just how young these girls are and how easy it is for them to set up an account without really much thought um If you type in OnlyFans into YouTube, there are hundreds of videos that come up, which are like how to make money on OnlyFans or the the three things I wish I knew when I started my OnlyFans. There are so many of them. And these girls are young and their audience is also young. And if you look at the comments again on the YouTube, it's just girls linking their OnlyFans pages. And these girls are, you know, I don't know if they're of age. I can't tell, they all look very young. And, in these youtube videos the person who is doing the youtube video has a referral link which ultimately encourages girls to click through to their only fans and sign up themselves as soon as they turn 18 so these girls on youtube are ultimately encouraging um prostitution um and i, d- I wasn't going to use that word but i think that uh, i mean if we look at the definition of prostitution it's selling yourself in a sexual nature in exchange for money, which I think these images are, right? Like they are sexual images. Um, anyone selling a picture of their vagina um and saying that it's art, I think are just lying to themselves. I think it is modern-day prostitution for sure. Uh, and everyone has just become like quite uncomfortable with that term because it carries so much with it. Um but yeah, I think the new kind of thought and wavelength is that actually there shouldn't be shame attached to prostitution um but i do think that it becomes problematic when you have such young people making a dis- making a decision to go into this industry just how easy it is like i don't think there's much regulation um you can you know girls are making might put their full name on there um so people know who they are in real life you know the internet is forever like i said earlier it's just yeah so in summary I think back in my early 20s, early OnlyFans seemed like a potential option. And it is very tempting for a lot of women. It brings financial freedom. It gives you flexible lifestyle and the ability to work for yourself. And I do think some women who are um, in a great headspace, they are mature enough, they understand what it is, I do not have a problem with them having OnlyFans. Um, you know, it's your body, you do with it what you want. I don't have um, a problem with sex work, personally, I wouldn't do it myself. Um, I think that is due to my own like views on pornography. Um, I don't know whether that will change in the future as you know, we kind of change how we see pornography in women's bodies, but in the same breath, I think normalizing OnlyFans can be dangerous for people who are not mentally prepared for it. And that the majority view on sex work in the world at the moment would mean the future repercussions you know, in the near future, could be devastating for somebody who jumps onto OnlyFans at a young age um, without really knowing what they're doing because there are hacks to screenshot and record images. Um, you have to consider your own mental health. Are you going to be feeling feelings of guilt and shame? What, if, you know, what if these images were to get out? Is it going to affect your career? there is so much in your relationships like there's just so much to consider um and it's really worrying to hear that underage girls are already using it i think the platforms like only fans need to put in better regulations to make sure the safety of users um and that they are of a legal age but for people in the sex industry i guess it's a great platform to allow more flexibility and honesty um for sex workers and let them have more control over their life ultimately so So I'm really interested to hear from you guys on this. Would you set up an OnlyFans account? Do you already have an account? And if so, what is your experience? And is this normalization of OnlyFans problematic or not? Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. That's the best place to get me. And don't forget to like and subscribe and share this podcast where you can um, because it just helps me uh, to support what I do here. And I'll be back with another episode very, very soon. But until then, take care and goodbye. (laughs)